Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, the podcast that takes a topic and as it says, cast views. This week it's a special episode for me because the voice you're going to hear with me is a voice you haven't heard before and the reason being is it's one of my friends from, if I dare say it, the real world. So so it's my friend Pete. Say hi Pete. Hi Pete. There he is, that's Pete. That's it, end of show. Cheers for joining us. <laughs> I've known Pete now, what was it? It's got to be about six or seven years now on yeah. and off, isn't it? About seven and a half, eight years. Yeah, the reason I say on and off is because we worked at the same place. I mean, Pete has consistently worked at the same place. I worked there twice while he was there. So, <laughs> Pete has kindly agreed to join me on, on the show tonight. And because you did, I chose a subject because of you. So there's could be a couple of things we talk about with you. One could be whiskey, which we're not going to talk about, but that could be another show. Great topic. Yeah, I think I said to you before that... I. I refer to you as home when I'm talking to, to my wife about friends. You're, you're whiskey boy, I call you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I have heard that before from you, yeah. Yeah, so Pete, a.k.a. whiskey boy. Yeah, I, I think there's probably a show in that we could do. I think there's a show we could do. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, but your other, the other thing I kind of know you for is your, your love for video games, right? Absolutely, yep. And you tend to go all in and then all out with games, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, Dan. But in the sense of your love affair with certain games, so whether it be Halo or currently, is it still Apex Legends at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's it, until it annoys you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I've started getting back into the uh, single player games now, so trying to branch, branch back out again. I've had a little break from single player games, you know, now I'm trying to go back into them. What are you at the moment? You're predominantly Xbox at the moment. Um. Yeah. Predominantly Xbox, Apex on Xbox, and um, all my other games were on Xbox, but I did invest in a PS5 a month and a half ago. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I played through Resident Evil 8. Literally beat that last night. We should talk, we'll probably talk about that at some point during this. Before we get into it, tell you what, let's have a quick break. Let's hear from some friends. It's the Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. These two sisters are just absolutely fantastic. And yeah, you check out their podcast now. Hey, Karen Baby. We need a promo. You know, like where we talk about what we do on our podcast. On our sugar-coated murder podcast? Like how we love to bake and talk about murder? That's what we need to talk about. There you go. I think we've talked about it. Y'all find us on all your favorite listening apps. Stay sweet. And don't murder. Because if you kill people, we will talk about you. Right, we're back. So, Pete, I halted you when you were talking about Resident Evil because what I wanted us to talk about is video games that have crossed over into TV and film. And obviously Resident Evil has got a whole whole franchise of everything, hasn't it? So what's your take or kind of what stands out for you? If I, if, if I was to say to you, oh, you know, what have you liked or disliked about video game films? What would jump out at you? So specifically on point right now is The Last of Us. Obviously that's yeah. just, uh, that just wrapped about a week ago now. And I think, you know, that was quite well received from audiences that love the game and audiences that have never played the game which is pretty unique when you compare it to other shows such as halo that was not well received by fans of yeah. the halo universe or people that haven't played the halo games so i think it's, it's, it's quite it's quite a tricky balance because i feel obviously the video game fans don't want you to go away from the source material whatsoever yeah which can can cause its own problems and then you've got the people that have never seen it who are just going to, you know, if it's if it's good and it's 
I don't really care if it's source material or not, and they're happy with it. Um, but I think you've got you've got to find that balance between adding fresh and exciting things that make people that have played the game five, six, seven times feel fresh and like they're not just going through the motions of the game again. I think that's what The Last of Us did pretty well. Yeah, and that was another reason for doing this episode as well is because I've literally just watched it. I've binged it. I didn't want to watch it week by week, so I waited for all the, all the episodes to come out so I could binge it. And I'll say something now as well. So I binge-watched that with the first season of The Witcher and the Resident Evil series recently. So, yeah, I needed to watch some comedy after that. I needed to watch, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something because that was a heavy yeah. couple of a few days yeah, Last of Us, because it was ages ago since I played that. So, yeah, we're probably talking about a year or so after it came out. Going back to, to find out, just to compare, it did actually stick quite close. It stuck very close to the game, didn't it? Apart from a couple of episodes. For me, I think what really works about that is it's it's about the relationship, isn't it, between Joel and Ellie, rather than it being about video game mechanics being stuck into a, a TV program, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And some people did make the comments of, you know, there's not enough infected in the show and there's not enough like zombies that they've got to try and get across or get past. And I I, I do get that uh, criticism and, you know, it's a fair criticism, but ultimately this story is about a relationship and, you know, this, this, the whole last of us first and second is basically a story about love and how it's the most powerful thing out there. It's the, it's the best thing in the world and it can also be the worst thing at times, you know, depending on what way you, what way you look at it. And it's a weird thing because even though the games were out years ago, I probably will stay away from spoilers for the second game purely because that's likely to be in the second season, right? But I think spoilers are absolutely fair game for this first season and, and first game. But, but outside that, this isn't a spoiler. What I do want to call out is I thought Bella Ramsey was bloody brilliant in it. Was it she? Yeah. Absolutely superb. I thought her performance was just that. That's you know, and and obviously, and Pedro Pascal. I thought she really made the show as Ellie. No, I thought she was brilliant. She got a lot of criticism from people, and I I feel like the majority of the criticism was because people were comparing her to the Addy of the game, and obviously the Addy of the game everyone loves, and you know we've we we've lived her story, dictating it with the game, so people are very sentimental with, with Ellie and the the Ellie of the game but you know there's no way they could have cast the voice actress as Ellie she's way too old for the role <laughs> she was in it though wasn't she she was yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. she does make an appearance and that's the thing I love about stuff like that because my wife who isn't a gamer and watched the show I could have her and say that's who played Ellie in the game and you know feel really you know proud of myself yeah I, I think going back to the fact that I think it works because it isn't like I said, people that were saying they should have been more infected, I mean, firstly, I think the effects of the infected were superb. So if we'd have seen more of them, I wouldn't have complained for that. But it would then run the risk for me of being like The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. We, and we've had that. We've been there. We've done that for however God knows how many seasons. And that's what I'm saying. You're doing that because it's you're then treating it like a video game. But it's not about that. It's about that journey. It's about them becoming close and then it's about that bond at the end that 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 caused the end and, and so the the whole almost like the video game could be irrelevant to the show yeah yeah it could be yeah and uh neil Druckmann has actually come out and said that 
if if they do venture into another Last of Us game, there are absolutely things that they will take from the show that they didn't do in the first really? and the second games and put them into the uh, yeah the new the new game if they make a new game. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. And I think that's what I was going to say with my overall view of games becoming films or TV is that I think they fall victim to one or two things. Either there's stuff out there that's already similar to it, and I'll explain that after, or you try to make it too much like the video game, in which case it comes, it can come across as quite crass or tacky on the screen, can't it? So, for example, what I'm saying is I would love... Now, there is going to be a Mass Effect series, but I would love like a Mass Effect film or, say, a Grand Theft Auto, but would a Mass Effect be like a Star Trek and would Grand Theft Auto just be any crime heist film? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, Grand Theft Auto would be a tough one. <laughs> yeah, like Vice City is... um is Scarface, uh, not yeah. Scarface, sorry, is like Goodfellas and stuff like that. So, and then you don't want to make it super silly by putting like things from the game into it because it feels like it would be quite a realistic, hard hitting film. And then you put in something silly in. Like, do you remember, did you, did you watch the Doom film? With yeah, the I did, yeah, a long time ago, but I did, yeah, I did watch that film. Do you remember they did, like did that first person sequence in it? Didn't they? <laughs> oh just my god, that feel was like the so game. bad. <laughs> what what a way to to ruin any kind of immersion that you've already built up at that point? Yeah, that was that was dreadful. So, have you watched then the other big one? Obviously, recently has been The Witcher. Have you watched that? Yeah, I've watched both seasons of The Witcher. And have you played the games? I haven't played the games, but just because I've I've kind of shot away from it because I know it's such a massive game. And it would take yeah, you know yeah. such a long time to be. I, I don't really get that much time. Um, yeah, yeah. To put what's your view on that? Else. Then obviously you've enjoyed it if you've watched both. I know I've the Witcher was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. I loved it. Obviously, I don't know the source material, um, so you know they could be screwing up storylines. But from what I've heard, you know, Henry Cavill is very um, true to the storyline, and he he's played the games and he wants to keep to the source material. The only thing I would say about the Witcher is it's got a Henry Cavill. <laughs> And he is absolutely brilliant in, in whatever he does, basically, isn't he? Yeah. So I don't know if I put it down to to Henry and, you know, the script. Either way, they're both, yeah, fantastic. So again, I, I think it's a bit both. I think, so I've played the games, but I don't really remember too much. And like I said, the thing is, it's a game based on an old story, I think Polish story, which has got so much lore in itself that I think a lot of the stuff probably, you know, all the main characters I recognise. My concern for it when I started watching it was, is it going to be Game of Thrones? Because that's the kind of vibe it has, if you know what I mean. It's sort of set in ye oldie times. And yeah. It's quite brutal, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. But it holds its own in terms of, of what it is as a show. And like I said, I've only I've only watched the first series. But again, to me, it's worked. And there'll be a, a theme coming out here. It works because it's a show based on a good enough story. So you wouldn't have to know it was a video game as well do you know what i mean so yeah. you can watch it because it's got its own intrigue its own story magic and and monsters so it's not trying to be the show of a video game for me if you know what i mean yeah yeah i know what you mean yeah it's its own entity yeah and just to touch on the other one before we kind of start going into to some other i, I was i'm gonna go all over the place on this one but did you watch the resident evil show unfortunately i did no, you say unfortunately. Okay, let's hear it. So why do you say unfortunately? I just thought it was awful. It was so far from what we know Resident Evil to be. And 
I could not click with the the two sisters at yeah, all. Yeah. And I don't know if that was a casting issue or, or a script issue. I don't know what it was, but I I just I just couldn't click with them whatsoever. So yeah. I, I didn't care for them really whilst I was watching it, which I think to, to care about a show, you've, you've got to, to, to enjoy a show and care about a show, you've got to care about the protagonists, right? If, if, if you don't connect with the protagonists and the main characters, who gives, who gives a crap? <laughs> and yeah. that's kind yeah. of half. Up it's all right. You can anyway. swear, you can swear on this show. Don't worry. You can swear <laughs> on this. <laughs> yeah, no, so I didn't care. I, I, I just, I struggled to connect with the story. No, do you know what's funny with me? So again, I only just watched it now. So it came out about a year ago, didn't it? Yeah. So maybe it's because all the the real hatred towards it and all the piss taking on TikTok has gone. I kind of enjoyed it. But you know what I enjoyed? It's, so there's two timelines, isn't there? There's a pre-event yeah. and, and the post. I much preferred the pre-timeline yeah. than the post. Because again, I found the post one, we, almost we've been there, done that. I, I like to see the story building up to it. And also, um, obviously at time recording as well, got lance reddick in so you know absolutely rest in peace to him i mean that was shocking wasn't it yeah well yeah it was absolutely shocking it's really sad it, he, he was fantastic as he always is i i, I haven't yeah. got a bad word to say about him like, in anything that i've watched like, i even lost you know going way back to lost he was fantastic in, in anything he does so he's you know he was it was the one thing that kept me interested if you will if, if it wasn't for him and his kind of you know mysterious character in that show in the resident evil series and I might not have watched it till the end. And and he's got quite a link with games, hasn't he? Because he's in Destiny. Horizon. Oh, Horizon, yeah. Did you ever play Quantum Break on the Xbox? I didn't. So he was in, so you know there's like the video game and there was a TV show element yeah. to it. He was yeah. in the TV show element to it. So he's, you know, he's linked to gaming. Absolutely shocking and, and rest in peace to him. But yeah, I, I loved that whole timeline and I found myself actually quite, quite enjoying that. I would sometimes skip through the future one because it was just, key what was happening there you know she was being hunted down by these like these raiders etc and i wasn't so interested in that i was more yeah. interested in the build-up to why it happened and i think well tell you what i'm not i'm not going to say that just yet what about films because maybe shows i've been thinking about this maybe tv shows work better because they've got time to breathe and you can do it over a season films tend to not be particularly great in recent years have they or, or old years and and like I said, I'm actually quite surprised how many video game films there were back in the day, but they're not always great, are they? No, they're not. No, I think there's a few that that have been all right or good, and the rest have just bombed. <laughs> so I'll, I'll be honest. I'll put my hands up. I've not seen the Sonic films. Have you? Have you seen those? I haven't seen the new Sonic. No, I haven't seen the Sonic films. I'm gonna I'm gonna run you a risk a risk. I'm gonna run you a list of films right games that have been films and shout out if you've either seen them or what you think about some of them this is only a real I've, I've snipped it down this this list is massive but okay you've got the super mario brothers from was it the 90s 80s or 90s yeah, have, you, have you seen i that? think i have seen that but it was years and years and years ago when i was real like way younger so i can't honestly remember it that's a classic one let's just leave it there yeah double dragon has been a film Street Fighter, do you, do you yep. seen the Street, Street Fighter? Fighter yep. Kylie Minogue, Jean-Claude Van Damme, isn't it? A couple of Mortal Kombat films. Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, that is an interesting one because there was a couple with Angelina Jolie. Then there was one a few years ago, wasn't there? Was there? Oh, was... I don't remember there being a recent one. No? No, well, not a recent one. It's probably, well, we'll talk about five or six years ago, but there was with that new, was it? Is her name like Alice 
Vikander or something like that. Do you remember? It was like a reboot of the films, but there was only one of them. And again, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Maybe I like poorly rated films and games. Maybe that's the thing. I mean, I think I watched it on a flight, so maybe that helps because when you're a captive audience on a plane, maybe it's better. You're watching anything on a flight? <laughs> yeah. We'll come back to this one. We've got Resident Evil. That's spawned a lot of things. Um, House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark, Doom. We've mentioned Blood Rain, Silent Hill. Has that yep. some recently? Silent one. Hill 1. Did it, make, did it make two of those? I think they've made two, and I think there's a new one coming out. Oh, Hitman, Max Payne, Tekken, Prince of Persia, Need for Speed, Warcraft recently, Assassin's Creed, Rampage. Oh, yeah, they made Rampage into yeah, a film. Yeah, they did, yeah. There's a real selection there. And after I'll come into some upcoming ones, because there's some really interesting ones in upcoming. We start Uncharted. Uh, oh, Uncharted. Cool. Shit. Yeah, do you know, I still haven't seen that yet. And I heard I that didn't get rated really well. Well, they've, they've cast the wrong person, haven't they? they, they they've cast Tom Holland to, to get people to go and watch it and to get people excited. And he's a big name and he's Spider-Man. He's not the right casting yeah, needed, choice at all. Needed probably someone a bit older, a bit Nathan Fillion. bigger, maybe. He did. He did a little um, skit, like a little eight or nine minute skit as Nathan Drake, didn't he? Because he's always been compared to him, um, and he was fantastic. Like, I just, you've got a Nathan Drake in the flesh there. <laughs> Why would you not just cast him? He'd have been perfect, actually, wouldn't he? Yeah. Does he do a lot of stuff for games anyway? Voices, doesn't he? I think so. Yeah. Why? Why didn't they choose him? I don't know. I don't know. I just want to do also some past TV shows. See what you think about these. So yep. again, just a snippet. We've had Angry Birds as a TV show. That's a film as well. Oh, is it? Oh, yes, of course it is. Yeah, 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 yeah It's quite yeah. a highly rated um, film, the Angry Birds film as well. Yeah, well, you've stolen something from me later on in this episode. <laughs> Cheers, <Pete. laughs> First and last time on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cuphead. Did you ever watch that on Netflix? I watched a couple of them, yeah. Um, it, it was right. It didn't have a lot of um, story to it, let's say. It was very... Easy watcher. It's enjoyable, quick fix. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And again, it feels a bit of a cheat because it felt like it was based on those old style cartoons. It felt like, yeah, you know, that is almost lends itself to be in a show because you could just do the video game because it's a cartoon. Yeah, exactly. Apparently Donkey Kong Country was. Uh, these are probably obviously all, a lot of them were animated. Uh, Dragon's Lair, Earthworm Jim, Legend of Zelda. Mega Man, Pac-Man. I remember Pac-Man from like the early 80s as well. It was cartoon. And I'm sure you could buy cards like with bubblegum from the newsagent. Oh, you're too young. Earthworm Jim, you say? Yeah. What was that first? Was that not a TV show first? Possibly. No, I reckon that was got to be a video game first. I I know it was on the Mega Drive, wasn't it? So I had the game on the Mega Drive. And what what year was the Mega Drive? Because this was 95, 96. I reckon it, no, I reckon it was very close to, yeah. they probably made the game and in, in the knowledge that they'd probably do like the, the merchandise, you know? Yeah, probably, yeah. What else we got? Rayman, so- apparently Sonic again, Street Fighter, Super Mario and Viva Pinata, which is odd ones. So <laughs> I'm not going to talk about some upcoming ones. If I was to say to you, what video games would you want to see as a film or a TV show and why? And how would you want to see it? Would it follow the game or what would you want to see specifically? Okay, so uh, not to sound like a fanboy, but I would absolutely um, create an Apex Legends series because uh, one of the huge things about Apex Legends is is its lore. It's got a hell of a lot of story-driven elements to the game. Um, you know, they'll release trailers with a bit of lore in and then that will spill over to the game. So certain characters that had the lore 
in the trailer will say specific voice lines and have new, unique, specific conversations with other legends in the game. Uh, and they interact with each other as well. Um, so that feels like there is a massive wealth of story there just waiting to be told. I, I do think they're actually planning on creating a TV series for it at the moment. Would you see it as an animated show? Yeah, it would have to be an animated show. I love that. What you said, I love that. I love games that have got the lore. I, I really want to get into it, but then I'm crap at the actual game, so I don't play it. <laughs> So how would you see the show? What would it be? Would it be focused on a couple? Of, get good. Would it be on a couple of the ser- uh, couple of the the people? Would it be around the the battle? How, how would you see the show? What would it be? Would it would it be? You'd have to start, you know, at the beginning. I think it wouldn't make sense. Um, you've got this obviously battle royale and this like arena games kind of thing. It would have to pick up for me at the end of Titanfall Two because it's all driven through Blisk. Don't know if you've played the Titan. You've played Titanfall. One and two, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. So I was surprised. What? So is it linked to that? Oh, yeah. Heavily linked to it, yeah. Oh, I didn't know I that. mean, a- Ash in Titanfall 2 is a legend in Apex now. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so this is what I mean. This is how in-depth yeah, 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 yeah. the lore is. Like, it literally is completely linked to Titanfall and the pilots and that kind of thing. And it's all about what war of, like, the, the worlds kind of thing, but in the Apex universe. So you'd have to start there. I mean, even if it was brief. And then go into, you know, each legend kind of has their has their own reasons to be fighting in the Apex games. You know, it comes, it brings fame to you. It obviously brings money and glory. The character that I use is Lifeline, for example. She's joined the Apex games because her parents were supplying guns to the IMC. Uh, and she wanted to join the games to basically help people that are less fortunate and be the healer. So it's, it's really in-depth. That would definitely be one of my choices. Um... Quite, quite, yeah, actually, that's quite thrown me because, like I said, I didn't realise it was linked to Titanfall because I love that. I love the original. Um, the second one I've actually re-downloaded the other night because I've only played it once. But I remember, yeah, really enjoying the original. And it's funny that it's linked to that because, yeah, the first game was just online only. There was nothing to it. Then the second game introduced a bit of a, a campaign, didn't it? And yeah. A little bit of a story. That, so That campaign in Titanfall 2 is fantastic. Like, I replayed it about a year ago and, yeah, it still holds up. It's one of the best campaigns um, or one of the best FPS campaigns because there's so many different elements to the campaign. Okay, so what would be your second one? I'd redo Halo, just putting it out there. I'd redo Halo and I'd stick <laughs> to the source material and I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't go way off the beaten track. You know, I wouldn't take Chief's helmet off in the first 20 minutes or the first episode when you've never seen his face in the game universe, you know. Well, for people listening, when I first met Pete, you were a massive Halo fan, weren't you? I mean, you still are, but you were, yeah. you've done all the games on Legendary, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah. I think he's holding back a bit there, but yeah, we'll carry on, we'll carry on. <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole podcast about Halo, but let's not. The next thing I would like to see is uh, a, a, a Fear, a, a Fear movie. Remember the Fear games? I loved the first one, I loved it. Recently replayed it, yeah. Did you? Okay, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that how how good is that game? You know, you think you're in like a military shooter game, and then this this evil spirit shows up. <laughs> That's got to be quite an original premise as well, isn't it? Yeah, I would think so. And it's a very dark game in terms of the story as well, isn't it? Yeah, really dark. You could easily up, create quite a horror. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you could easily create a horror movie for that. I'm I'm surprised I haven't, because the story in the game is really good. Yeah, that is, I'll admit it, that is one of the few games I don't necessarily, so it's not a gory game, so I I don't mind playing, you know, I don't like games that are like gory for the sake of being gory, but I love games that keep you on edge, and that one did, and I remember 
at the time playing it, I was upstairs, I was playing it on a PC in the dark with headphones. And there's a scene where you're going through like an office and these invisible enemies jump through glass windows at you, leapt about three feet off a chair and let out a scream that could be heard around the entire house. So I'm going to admit it, that game, yeah, that game made me scream. But yeah, because like I said, it had the tension. It's got that weird, like I said, it, it looks like it's going to be just a, a, I like to call them like dude bro shooter kind of thing, but it's yeah. not. You get that paranormal element. Exactly. And that's predominantly the game, isn't it? Yeah, and and it, it's a really good shooter, isn't it? It's a really good like they they could have just created that as an FPS game with the campaign, binned off all the paranormal stuff, and it still would have been a really good game, like solid game. Yeah. But when the paranormal stuff starts happening, it kind of comes out of nowhere, doesn't it? You're like, well, what the hell's going on here? I thought I was playing like a there's something similar yeah. to like COD. <laughs> but then and then and then the story's like just goes like, are they on drugs? The writers of this game because it just goes <laughs> off. It does, though, yeah, doesn't it? Does. it? it does. Yeah. Have you got any others? The only other, well, I've actually got two more. The, uh, one of the other ones is God of War, two thousand and eight. Okay, they're actually doing they're they're doing a show on that. But how would you? Th- th- uh, they're that doing a show, aren't in, they? I saw it. I saw it was a show. I've got it somewhere here. I'll have a look. But what would you? What would you see as? Would you do it as a film then? I do it as a film, yeah. Okay, and stick close to the game because I guess you could do on this. I haven't played the recent ones. Oh, have you not played the the one that came out a few years back, two thousand eighteen? No, I think I've, it was. I've I've played like the proper old school ones. I think I don't think I've played any of the new ones. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because the new ones are they they kind of break new ground completely with the actual franchise. Um, yeah. That yeah the the one in, I haven't played the most recent one because I've got a Series X on launch instead of a PS5. Um, so, so, so I played the one on PS4, um, and the story on that is phenomenal. The way, like, the way the story is delivered, and the way the, um, you know, like Kratos acts out the scenes and stuff. It's, it is like a. At times, you'll you'll be sitting there watching it, and you won't have a lot of controls to touch or anything. You'll just be sitting there, completely immersed, just thinking, "This is phenomenal. This is so good." I feel like I'm in a movie. This feels like a, a movie game, you know. And, and that's what I'm saying. From what I understand as well, the story is good enough to be a film. And I don't think it's not like we've got loads of those, that kind of story going around anyway, have we? No, we haven't. It kind of touches a little bit of the um, Marvel stuff, but only very lightly. It's more Norse gods. It's not. Yeah, for the, the, for the Norse, myso- Norse mythology, right? I get there's yeah. probably a little bit, but it's to- but it's in a different kind of scenario, right? I mean, yeah, completely. This makes uh, this would make the Marvel films look like um, Peppa Pig or something, right? In terms yeah. of it would make it look like quite a child ch- child show, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. It really um, would, yeah. <laughs> it, well, if they if they kept to it. Okay, you said you had one more. Yeah. So the the only other thing that I would do, and this this is this won't be for everyone. This is my personal taste. Is the Condemned. So wow, that that that's was an, a, that's going back now, isn't yeah, it? It is going back. That's I think it was a 360 game, if I remember correctly, and it was a 360 launch game. Yeah. And I played yeah. it, and I just. I absolutely loved it. There is a sequence where you're walking around this um, like abandoned dolls kind of shop. The mannequin, the mannequins, the big mannequin yeah, yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. yeah that you put <laughs> yeah, like yeah. clothes on, but they're all kind of standing there. And you walk through this entire shop and you get to the end of the shop and there's a scene, there's a cut scene. And then you, you know, your next mission is just to make it back through the shop, go the way you came basically. And you're walking through and you hear noises behind you and stuff. And you look back and like, a mannequin's moved and then they just start moving around. And it's just one of the best horror moments I can remember. 
It's quite a brutal game as well. Yeah, it's savage. (laughs) (laughs) For being quite early on. Yeah, and actually, before we come on to mine... Oh, sorry. So that would that be a film, you say? Yeah, live action. Because it's kind of a detective thing as well, isn't it? So it would yeah, work it is, as a yeah, series. Yeah. It, it would definitely yeah. work as a series as well. There you go. You've heard it here, yeah. if anyone's listening, any movie uh, show producers. Before I go into mine, I've just got a couple because mine already are being made. But I want to say how I haven't read what they're going to be like. But So I'll say how I would see them. Resident Evil, you mentioned it. That's probably the most prolific game in terms of media now isn't it yeah um, multiple films i think it's had a couple of tv shows what what's your view on those I, I have to be honest i've not really got into the films what films have you watched i watched the one where a person gets cut up by all the lasers <laughs> that's how i can say there's a scene that's the first one yeah. scene... I've, I've seen the first one then <laughs> <laughs> any more no do you know what? i probably haven't and it's not it's not for not wanting to watch them i think Resident Evil was a series that kind of really bypassed me, as in the video game, was a series that bypassed me up until recent. So I started getting all the remakes. Okay. That's what's making me interested. It's quite, it feels like it's one that should have had more success because, yeah, I know we've had zombie horrors and and things like that, but it feels like the success of the Resi games, but also the subject feels like they should have been popular. And I'm wondering why you think maybe they haven't been. Is it because they've tried to be too video game gimmicky or is it just that they weren't really budget wise made to be successful oh it's a tough one because if you talk about you know the resident evil films i really liked the first one just because i i quite liked that you got a lot of the backstory and it was a lot there was a lot of walking around and discovering stuff which felt similar to the game obviously the game is you're in a mansion aren't you whereas in the film you're in an underground kind of bunker area or underground labs um, so I actually quite liked it. I thought the ending was really good as well. And, and the fact that they went up to the mansion and came out of the mansion was was a great throwback, in my opinion, to the actual, to the first game. It was a nice little nod. The second one, I loved even more. Um, you know, you've got, you got, I think it was a nemesis, and you've got the stars, uh, SWAT team. I thought that was really, really good. And, and the main protagonist, she she really came into herself, didn't she, in the second one? Because in the first one, she was kind of like drugged and she wasn't she didn't know who she was. But in the second one, she was kicking ass and just killing like a load of zombies and stuff. I just thought it was really good, entertaining. After then, it kind of felt a bit samey. I think I watched... for being a sequel. Yeah, just kind of like a cash cow, you know, let's try and, try and make as many as we can. I, I, I have a feeling they made six or seven films in the end for Resident Evil. Feels like it. Feels like they've done a load, yeah. I yeah. think I watched four... And then I, I kind of like lost interest. I was like, this isn't really going anywhere. They've kind of like lost me a bit with the story. But it, 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 Resident Evil is a really interesting one, isn't it? Because like you said, the, the games are brilliant. Um, and the stories for the games are really good as well. And what separates Resident Evil from your generic kind of like zombie, like Walking Dead, for example, is you've got the Umbrella Corporation underneath it all. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. That's such a good thing that they could really delve into and dive into and build upon. And I just don't feel like they've done that in any of the films or series they've done. Well, it felt like that's what the show was trying to do, right? It felt like it was trying to do a bit more, but they didn't go into it enough. And who knows, maybe a second series might have... I I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's been axed, don't you? Yeah, no, no, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought thought I'd watch it for this, uh, this episode. Yeah. And I think you've hit the nail on the head for me. So, for example, like, one of the, the games I would have 
and I'll link it to what you said. One of the the, the shows, uh, games I would want is Bioshock. Now they are doing a Bioshock series, I think, or film. Have you played the game? Uh, I played the first one. I would base it pre the fall of Rapture. Yeah. I would be far more interested in the people, how it was the decadent lifestyle and the characters leading up to it. Almost like the fall of it is irrelevant. I don't want to see that because I played it in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And it's no. just schlocky disaster movie fair <laughs> from there, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's, it's the same thing with, with the Resident Evil series, the recent one. You say you enjoyed the bits that were, you know, before it all went to shit, basically. Same same way you'd like the Bioshock films go. The reason why I think you want that, and I enjoy things like that as well. I enjoyed the stuff before Armageddon happened because it's it's very there's a very sinister undertone, isn't there? Because there it's is, all yeah, yeah. nice, happy, jolly, peaceful. Everyone's doing great. You've got the best scientists in the world doing their thing, and then something goes wrong and it goes completely to shit. And you know, and you you know it's coming. So I think that yeah. that anticipation and seeing what it was like truly before you see all like the derelict buildings. 10 years later or whatever, is part of the journey. That's it. You've helped me formulate it. So the the first timeline is almost like um is is like a mystery. The yeah. second, the uh, the post Armageddon is just survival horror. Yeah. And we and and I've seen that, but it's that mystery element that that really keeps me sort of on 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 hook. That that that's what it is. So that's why for Bioshock, I think there's a lot of mileage because if you're a fan of the game, you know at some point something terrible is going to happen to Rapture, so you're just waiting for that moment. And I think that's the tension that builds up builds up in you. Resident Evil, if you're watching a Resident Evil film or show, you know at some point that virus is going to get out and it's going to infect half the population, but it's how and why. So yeah, so for me, I think Bioshock would be great. It would be, for me, well advised to do the yeah the pre the pre fall of rapture and the only other game I'd want at the moment is Mass Effect and that's just because I bloody love it and I'm trying to think in my head how I would see it I think it feels like you could do it as a series because there are so many characters and there are so many aliens and there's so much lore in that as well that you you wouldn't have to follow the game but I think you could follow the story of the three games because it's just so great it is again it, to me it's like you're playing a movie you you've not played those have you no. No, I haven't. No, for the same reason, I've not played The Witcher because I know they're big games. You should play those. They're not that big. Play it, it's fine. <laughs> but what we've been talking about is one game which I think I've seen again being mentioned to be a film or program is Metal Gear Solid. Now, for me, that makes sense because most of the games are like watching a film anyway because there's about 30 minutes of playtime and about eight hours of cutscenes in those games, right? Yeah, I remember all, all the... They made a massive fuss, I think, for the PS, the one that was on PS3. I think it was Metal Gear Solid. I want to say five, but I could be way off. But there was a Metal Gear Solid launched on PS3, and there were like under three hours worth of cuts. And one of the one yeah. of the cutscenes was like, I'm not even joking. Like I think about thirty minutes long. It is ridiculous. So, I'm going to throw at you some upcoming stuff, and I want you to stop me or or say what you think about some of these. First one's a bizarre one. Gran Turismo. Really? It feels a bit weird. Yeah. What's the plot? Car goes fast. <laughs> And like I said, I don't know if some of these, some of these may be cancelled or what. I, I just looked at the website. But the fact that these were even considered is a thing. Now, the next one here I'm going to say, I'm actually really looking forward to. I just can't see it being good, but I hope so, is Borderlands. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, I've, se- I've seen, yeah. That's been on the cards for a while, that one, hasn't it? Yeah, because it's got, I think it's got, it's, Kevin Hart is in it. And I think Jamie Lee Curtis, or at least Kevin Hart's voice. I, I think that's got scope to be brilliant because that's really zany. There's quite a lot of funny characters in those games. I mean, I've played them all. I love them. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. 
you've got Days Gone. Oh, they're making that. Oh, yeah, no, they are, aren't they? Yeah, no, that that'll be really good. Death Stranding. Really? They're making yeah. Death Stranding into a, a, series, a film? Apparently so. Yeah, apparently so. Dead by Daylight film. Duke Nukem, which feels like just can it now? What's the point? There's no yeah, need for Duke Nukem that's nowadays. Gonna be like, that's going to be awful. Five Nights at Freddy. Ghosts oh, of brilliant. Tsushima. What, Five Nights uh, have at you, Freddy's? Have you played Five Nights at Freddy's? No, do you know what? I played one on a mobile, but I've, again, I've never really, it's a series I've never really got into. That'll be brilliant. That'll be a great little horror. These were our title, but there's a Just Dance film coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Pac-Man, a Portal film. I'm looking forward to that. There's a Portal film coming. And having said GTA probably wouldn't make a good film, they are making a Saints Row film, allegedly. Oh, that's going to be wacky off Not the good. charts, that one. We used to call it straight to DVD back in the day. Or yeah. Straight to VHS. Yeah. yeah. And a Space Invaders film. Because there is a Tetris film out now, isn't there? Is it on Apple? Yeah, I have seen a trailer for that. It looked awful. <laughs> With, what is it? Is it Taranek? No, it's not Taran. It is Taranekerton, I think, isn't it? It just feels like they are now going into... We're running out of ideas. Let's go into video games. Because in TV shows, there's a Plague Tale, which I think could be amazing. That could be brilliant. Yeah, that could be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Alan Wake could be good. Driver, which did you ever play Driver? Yeah. You're probably a bit. Oh, you're not that I young. I played Driver. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Because that just that just feels like that could be like a a low down version of like a Night Rider or something. You know, like a cop or crime fighter in his car. Fallout, Final Fantasy, God of War, Horizon, Life is Strange, Mass Effect. Yeah. So those those are just some of the ones coming up. So yeah, I just wonder how they're going to do them because I, th- I think the appeal of playing a video game is that you are playing that character for like 20 30 hours isn't it so yeah. it becomes part of you part of you but do you know what i mean you become part of the game whereas a film you're seeing what a director's putting on screen right yeah it the argument was made with the last of us as well because people were struggling to connect with ellie on the first like two or three episodes they were kind of like, a lot of people were critical of, of her the point of the game is that you're playing as joel and you're protecting ellie and she's more vulnerable in the game and you're responsible for her and, and you're protecting her. It's a lot more hands-on to create that kind of care and relationship with, with a TV show compared to the game is very hard to do. But also it's a bit of a fair comment because as a character, she was like locked up with the, oh, is it Fedra or something? I can't remember, yeah. but she was locked up and then just told that she's got to go with this guy across the country. So I thought that was well done. That the first couple of episodes are not going to be best pud- buddies. You know, it's it showed the warming up, the breaking down of his coldness—not coldness, but the fact he he then really started to love her, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I I agree with you. I, I think they've done it really well. I think people struggled to connect with her in the first few episodes because she was very shut off, and she she was brought up in that world, so she didn't have the cozy, cozy, fuzzy relationship building that people do in in this day and age you know she grew up in a a rough zombie infested apocalyptic world so she, she's not going to be softy softy especially at the start so i thought i did it pretty well yeah yeah like i said i think you can potentially if i had to level a criticism at that program the only one i would do is um just felt like i had a bit of pacing issues sometimes it did feel a bit slow but again i think that was intentional i think it was it was kind of felt like it was showing like this the two of them just on their own and kind of coming to an understanding i I just feel there was some pacing issues i mean 
maybe we've been spoiled with certain shows like The Witcher, for example, go straight into him battling that big monster in that that lake or something yeah. straight away. So it kicks off and then it, it kind of just keeps on going. When you kind of get your head around that, it's not going to be the game you played. It's the story about the two characters. That's when it kind of clicked into place for me. Yeah, I kind of, for me, I want to finish on a couple of things. So, yeah, it was just say that on Rotten Tomatoes, Angry Birds 2 was one of the, the top rated games films. That came in at number two with uh, 73% rating. Number one was a game I've not played. It's called Werewolves Within. That's the highest rated. But Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is third. Detective Pikachu is four. And Sonic the Hedgehog, the first game, was fifth. But the bottom five, and the reason that this then led me off onto something else was... Um, so again, it's all at Rotten Tomatoes. You've got Mortal Kombat Annihilation with 4%. In the Name of the King, a Dungeon Siege Tale. Now, that's got Jason Statham and Ray Liotta in uh, <laughs> at 4%. Wow. House of the Dead, 3%. Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, 3%. And Alone in the Dark, which I think has got Christian Slater, is 1%. I haven't actually seen that. I haven't, but I enjoyed the games. And even... Yeah shocker for me there was a reboot many years ago which didn't get well rated but i loved it so because <laughs> yeah. i love a janky game um but what that led me to seeing is five out of the bottom 10 films i know i only said five but were by a director called uve bowl have you heard of him i haven't so he was notorious right in the early two, 2000s for just convert getting a, a video game license and converting it into film but really badly like really <laughs> badly as of april 2015 House of the Dead and Alone in the Dark appear on IMDb's bottom 100 film list. In a review of Alone in the Dark, this reviewer states that the movie makes other bad movie directors feel better in comparison. It's okay, they'll tell themselves, I didn't make Alone in the Dark. And another reviewer wrote that Alone in the Dark was so poorly built, so horribly acted and so sloppily stitched together that it's not even at the straight to DVD level. And one critic has dubbed him as the Jonas Brothers of movie directors. And wow. another described his film, House of the Dead, as a cinematic train wreck. And he was linked at some point to make a Metal Gear franchise. And Hideo Kojima, so you couldn't get higher than him, right, in terms of Metal yeah. Gear, said, it's impossible we'd ever do a movie with him. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he certainly sounds like he's got, he's got a track record, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. In 2016, he made a bid to make Warcraft movie was turned away by the owners blizzard entertainment who said we will not sell you the movie rights not to you especially not to you <laughs> it sounds like a bit of a comedy joke in the film industry now doesn't it <laughs> i wonder if we'll get anything else if you look at them they were like really just really poor low budget just really sort of scraping the barrel kind of films i've only seen a couple of them but i just remember yeah. that you saw he was making a film and yet as as sure as anything the reviews would be would be really bad but i said before he started making these he was quite good he, he did used to get it but he received the rare worst career achievement award at the 29th golden raspberry awards and he's been nominated for razzies three times the thing here is um his films performed so badly house of the dead which was budgeted at 12 million dollars made 5.73 million oh. in the opening weekend and alone in the dark which was budgeted at 20 million made 5.1 and Blood Rain, which was made for twenty five million, made two point two four uh two point four two million. So yeah. He, <laughs> that's what we used to have back in the day. <laughs> so when you're watching your Sonic the Hedgehog down, <laughs> and yeah, everyone who criticized Resident Evil the series, that you could be having that instead. So just you should have been more grateful. 
Well, see, that's probably why you stuck with Resident Evil and you liked it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, it can only go one way. It can only go better, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, so I think at the moment it feels fairly positive, but do you worry that there might be a bit of like Marvel-esque MCU kind of thing where they might just start overplaying the video game films and stuff? Um, Not, not at this point, um, purely because if you look at The Last of Us, that, that game came out on the PS3, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know how long ago it came out, maybe 10 years. And it's taken them this long to, to make it into a series. Now, the second game obviously came out in 2020, maybe, maybe a little bit earlier. And Neil Druckmann has already come out and say, you know, they've confirmed that a season two is going to happen. But what he's also confirmed is that the events of the second game are far too big to be told in a single se- season. Okay, okay. So part two will be... You know, spun across multiple seasons, so probably probably like another two seasons. Now they're not going to start filming The Last of Us season two until the end of twenty twenty. Well, I think they're going to start in November this year, and it won't be ready to go until twenty twenty four, potentially twenty twenty five. So it, it does take a long time to do, um, and hopefully they'll look at their success for The Last of Us and learn from that. They they just need to stay close to the source material. I think the reason why we're getting, you know, these kinds of series now is because gaming has come such a way, such a long way. Games like God of War, The Last of Us, Horizon, they're games that could be movies in their own right. And the story is so fundamentally good that it's a lot easier to put that on to a TV series or a movie than it is something like, I don't know, Resident Evil or, I mean, Street Fighter's a really bad bad one isn't it because there's not really any story there but <laughs> sorry to jump in but i think also what you've got now is the effects and budgets are at a level where you can make a good fist of telling a game story now as you know trying to do something like this years ago in the 80s would have been terrible but now like i said i think the effects not only of the infected but even like the abandoned and the the destroyed areas, you know, the, the abandoned cities, uh, the the, moss, the grass growing over everything. I think that just looked really good, really realistic. Yeah, yeah, it's probably some of the best I've ever seen in a series. To be yeah. And yeah, you're right, you can do that because the budget's there to do that and the effects are there to do that and you can intertwine those together and make, you know, a masterpiece of a scene, which yeah. you definitely couldn't do that back in the day. I just don't want them to drag it out too long. I think if it has to only be three seasons, just do it as three seasons. Don't... Don't make it a Walking Dead. Don't make it. I mean, Dropman has think... said that he won't be making a third game unless okay. there's a really compelling reason, story-wise, to tell more of that story. Which is fair enough, really. Okay, I think we'll start wrapping it up. So I think it's safe to say that video game conversions have had a bit of a mixed affair. I think, yeah, if you if you can find some of the stuff from the 80s, and I think definitely check them out. It's, um, it's, and if you can see some Uwe, Uwe Boll, Uwe, Uwe Boll, however you say his name, if you can find some of his films, yeah, definitely watch them. And yeah, like I said, we've got no shortage of upcoming games, uh, films and TV. I mean, the ones I've said, would, like I said, were just a cut-down version. I think we're going to look at anything and everything. I mean... Gears of War's coming as well. That's not surprised me. And I, but, but again, I think they could make that quite a good film yeah yeah they could yeah it's gonna sound bizarre but there is some character to the characters isn't there yeah if you focus on that and if again if you focus on what happened before so is it um was it coltrane who was the american football player yeah 
do that, do the flashback. It'd be like Lost where they're having flashbacks. I think that'd be really good. That, that's the thing. For me, because I'm a gamer, I want to see the stuff that happened before the game. I want to know how they got there. I want to know who they were. If any um, TV studios or film studios are out there, me and Pete are available for hire. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> We'll tell you not what to do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically, I think we, we've learned that I like badly rated things. I, th- I think we've proven that. And yeah, and you've got to consider the approach. And, and basically, you've taught me that Apex Legends followed on from Titanfall, which that's, that's blown my mind. So I'm going to have to look at that now. This is where I'd normally say to people to plug their podcast, but don't have a podcast. So is there anything you want to say before you go? Let's shout out anything. Peter P on Twitter. It's where anyone can find me if they want to interact. But other than that, that's Peter it. Peter P on Twitter for all things whiskey and Apex. Yeah, unless basically. Gets, unless you get annoyed and then it's back to Halo. But yeah, so <laughs> yeah, and from me, if you're listening, thank you. Please leave consider leaving a rating and subscribe where you can. You can get hold of me at castingviewspod at gmail.com and castingviews on Twitter. And I know there's a lot of podcasts from which you can choose. So I thank you for listening to Casting Views. If I want your opinion, I will give it to you. Come on, check what we've got, cause you need it. Don't make us get.